0: This is the wartime broadcasting service. This country has been attacked with nuclear weapons. Communications have been severely disrupted and the number of casualties and the extent of the damage are not yet known. We shall bring you further information as soon as possible. Meanwhile, stay tuned to this wavelength, stay calm and stay in your own house. Remember, there is nothing to be gained by trying to get away. By leaving your homes, you could be exposing yourselves to greater danger. If you leave, you may find yourselves without food, without water, without accommodation, and without protection. We shall be on the air every hour on the hour. Stay tuned to this wavelength, but switch your radios off now to save your batteries. That is the end of this broadcast.
1: Hello and welcome to our Spooky 60MW Spotlight Reflection Movie Show. I'm Chris and I'm joined by my spooky spectre of a friend who's put me through some living hell recently. It's Mr. Spooky Adam Parry. Do you think I said spooky enough? Hello. And everybody says he is the (laughs) <laughs> i like that <laughs> <laughs>
0: i thought i'd just inject a little bit of fun into the evening well a little it's bit always, of laughter
1: it's always fun when i speak to you and just out of interest <laughs> yes. what did you play that on did i did it, played that via the medium of phone oh is it your phone oh it's because yeah. right. you know when dave records he's he got like this fancy setup like he, you know board where he presses buttons and actually play you know clips and various oh, other yeah, bits like
0: sound effects like a dj boing sounds and 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 I yeah know, arrows hitting a bullseye etc laser yeah. beams
1: and he can change his voice he can make it sound different and spooky and all that sort of stuff i wondered if you'd invested in one of those
0: <laughs> yeah because i'm that professional <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh gosh anyway how are you
0: mm, i'm 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 doing all right you know i'm still alive uh for now I'm, yeah I've, I've got no marks around my neck after after this watch my wrists are intact everything's good
1: excellent well um Yes, this is a Spotlight Reflection movie show and for new listeners, then go back and check out our back catalogue of over 30 films that we've discussed over the last three and a bit years Um, and um, yeah, it's an opportunity for us to go back to the films of our childhood or maybe a little bit, you know, our adolescence and determine whether or not they're any good, whether they live up to the memory or if they're a big steaming pile of poo and I cannot wait. The question I, um, I'm not going to ask it yet, but I'll prime you for it is mm. when did you <laughs> why did you pick this film that we're going to talk about? And yeah. when did you first watch it? And um, did you have lots of therapy after you watched it? So, <laughs> um just before you get into that, those, before you answer those, the film that we are going to be talking about in this episode, and we are going to try and keep it light and cheery, even though the subject matter is clearly not, um, is from 1984, and it is Threads. Um, it's uh, a film I'd never seen before. I'd heard of mm-hmm. Um in fact, I remember seeing a review of it on the 60mw.co.uk website, which I'll probably read out later on that Dave did uh, from a few years ago. And I remember reading the view and thinking, oh, that sounds like a good watch, but a bit heavy going. And uh, I haven't watched it up until the point where you decided to pick it following our last film, which was Leon or The Professional. Um, Leon. And- Leon, let's go with We're Leon. Going, Leon. Yeah. I say The prof- I do that. Because I know that Pete, Alan's listening,
0: basically.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Alan. Obligatory um, mention. And uh, because, you know, that was the American title. But it's always going to be known as Leon for, for us. Um, the best title. Yes. Um, but yeah, so I picked Leon, um, which was a really good film. It was the f- probably one of the... Up oh, there is one of the best films I think we've ever talked about, isn't it?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Definitely.
1: <laughs> yes. Um And so then, because it's Halloween, and again, when people listen to this, it may not be Halloween. So if you're listening to this at Christmas, I'm very sorry.
0: Merry Christmas.
1: (laughs) There is actually a scene. uh, It's on Christmas Day in this film. So it's very Christmassy. That is true. Um, So, yeah, um, but I'm I'm sorry um, if uh, if you are listening to this. And it's not Halloween. We kind of intend these shows to go out for Halloween. So hopefully it will. Uh, or shortly afterwards and then you know but we generally always pick a horror film or a spooky or scary film or something like that and then when you pick threads I knew what it was about I knew that you know the this sort of the tone of it or the you know the theme but I had no idea what I was in for uh which we'll get into shortly <laughs> threads that's not a horror is it
0: I've murdered
1: your accent <laughs> <laughs> I think that's actually what I said wasn't it I think threads that's yeah. not a horror film how wrong was I? Anyway, um, it, it just goes to show, I guess, that you don't need little monsters or people running around with knives and Ooh, stabbing people. Have ghosts. Or yeah, zombies or ghosts. Yeah. Stabbing people, having sex or whatever <laughs> to be scary. Um, and uh, so, yeah, um, there you go. Now, the, the questions that I asked then. So tell yes. us about your history with Threads.
0: Right, It's slightly cloudy. I am pretty sure that I didn't, I didn't watch the whole thing. Um, I probably watched about a minute, uh, but I think the first time I saw any of this was when it was on telly and I would have been in bed, but I had this habit of, of sneaking out of my bedroom and kind of slithering down the stairs on, on my front like a, uh, like a fucking slug. And
1: just <laughs> I would have gone with snake, but you know,
0: slug, they're fine. Yeah, slug, snake. Yeah. S- and uh, slugs bit- don't
1: slither, do they? What do they do then? They, they. I don't know. They, they, but mm. they don't
0: slither. They. If they you're going to me down, tell me what the motion of a slug is.
1: They, they slug. They, <laughs> they
0: slug. A <laughs> uh, slug slugs. So if a slug slugs, does that mean a snail snails?
1: Um. Yeah. What does a slug do? What does a slug do? Uh, I don't know. Anyway, uh, we're we're getting into semantics, but still.
0: Mm. Yeah. And um, there was a point in the stairs where I could see through the banister and see into the living room and see the telly. So I used to sneak down and sort of watch stuff. And sometimes I'd get away with it for quite a while before me. I realised that I was there like a weird sort of young, weird pyjama bat sort of semi upside down on the stairs. And uh, I'm sure I caught uh, part of threads Mm. and, I don't remember which bit, but I remember being a bit scared. So probably something to do with fire and bodies. Um, And then fast forward, uh, we were showed this in school. Oh, wow. Um, Holy shit. We had a slightly rebellious teacher. So we we went through. uh, Were
1: they trying to traumatise you?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Probably. Yeah. So they went through a phase. We were were doing about the Cold War and whatnot and nuclear weapons, etc. And um, I think we watched this. Uh, the day after something—I think it's called the day after—as well, and I, I think it. I think because usually I think most most time at school they used to show the day the day after if that's what it's called.
1: Yes, like, it is. That's what that is what it's called. Yeah,
0: and uh, where the wind blows. Yes, but our teacher decided to swap where the wind blows for threads. Okay, so that left that left quite a few. Well, they left quite a lot of us. Traumatized after watching it, you wouldn't get away with it now. I don't think. How uh, how old would you have been? Uh, I'm guessing we would have been around 15 maybe. Okay, so but even, even so, you know, again, at 15 years old, zombies, etc., 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 that's what I'm used to. A, a sort of serious, seriously like horrible film rather than a horror film. Uh, yeah, I don't think I'd really seen many up to then. So that was like, oh, Jesus Christ, that was ush. Um, and that's about it, really. I oh, know I keep you know it's one of those films that pops up in discussion every now and then and people go, oh it's the scariest film ever or god it traumatized me etc and I've, I've never never really gone back to watch it so I thought yay, let's do threads because you said it's not well, you said at the time it's not a horror film and I, was, I thought eh, it's a, it's a little bit different you but thought I'll sure fucking halloween's show him <laughs> yeah halloween's not a bad time for it though so yeah th- this year we'll we'll be off the zombies and off the ghosts and, and on to the
1: Melting corpses. Yes, the um, uh, the nuclear holocaust. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so go on.
0: I was going to say, I just said yay.
1: Yes, um, it's funny you mentioned um, when the wind blows. So I'd never watched Threads or When the Wind Blows. Uh, our teachers weren't bastards uh, <laughs> <laughs> based on. Uh, um you know what you have just said I suppose but uh no we we never really talked about stuff like this when I was in school um but uh, so I'd never seen either of those I knew when uh or, or, yeah when the wind blows was uh Raymond Briggs and I know yeah. obviously Raymond Briggs is famous for Santa Claus and um the, well, snowman. the
0: snowman more surely yeah
1: and so, um, you know, I was, again, aware of it, but I'd never actually watched it. So so with this viewing of Threads, I watched it um, over a week ago with my wife on a Monday night. Oh, that was a fun Monday night. She'd never seen it <laughs> either. Not,
0: not the kids. Eh? You didn't watch it with the kids? No.
1: <laughs> Maybe next time, if they're naughty. Um, but, uh, no, so we uh, we sat down and we watched that. and then, But because it was a first watch, I generally don't like to um make notes so i i've watched it twice now in the space of uh, a week and a half um <laughs> do i get any special points for that
0: you get something i don't know about special points but
1: have got to get something and yeah. then um anyway so I, I watched threads to make my notes last night and then i decided to watch when the wind blows what, for uh, a palette cleanser yes <laughs> <laughs> just because i thought why not cheer myself up it's only a cartoon it's not a horror film <laughs> <laughs> oh god so that was a fun um fun double bill <laughs> yeah
0: what did your uh, what did your good lady think of threads has she seen it before
1: no 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 she'd never seen it so she was um she yeah just, I think her reaction was. So you, well, she said, "So you're going to review that?" And I said, "Yes." And she said, "I can tell you what the review is." Uh, and I was like, "I knew what was coming." So uh, it's like basically she thought it was fucking shit, but not in a, <laughs> she, not in a like a film, I suppose, way. Just that it was depressing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and she doesn't quite need that sort of. I don't think people need. That any more shit in their lives at the minute right. at no point you come home after a hard day at work and go mm, right? Yeah. Uh, you know what
0: I'm really in a Threads mood
1: yeah <laughs> it's one of those where I guess it, you know we've mentioned it a few times now um, like Schindler's List I've never seen Schindler's List and I think it's one of those films I, I totally get it you know I guess it's probably an amazing film but you have to be in a mood to watch it don't you you have yeah. to be in a certain type of mood to watch a film like that Um it's not like you said oh it's coming up to christmas well, let's watch some christmas films oh no let's stick threads on let's th- stick schindler's list on i mean is it one of those again i've never seen it so i don't know would you is it a is it a re obviously i watched threads twice now but you know is it oh let's stick threads on because you know oh is it like a one and done what do you reckon
0: I'll watch it again, mate. I don't. I, I can't say when. I said it's not like a. Oh yeah, I've uh, I've been out. I've had six pints, a curry. I've been down the discotheque, I've come back. Ooh, threads. It's not like oh, I've just had a magnificent sexual session. You know what? Threads. <coughs> you know it. It, it doesn't. I, I can't find a window where, where it's going to fit in. But I will watch it again at some point. But I'm, I'm struggling to think when or
1: why. Well, as the way things are going you might not get a chance um but still anyway the director um because at the end of the last show you kind of reeled off a load of people that were involved with uh, with threads which i'd um i'd only ever heard of i think reese dinsdale uh, yeah. because he's done some tv stuff and whatever but but the director mick jackson uh he has had an interesting career and uh because after he did threads he did some bbc stuff and he did threads and by the way threads was shown on bbc2 from what i've read and yeah. um was one of the highest viewed shows i think it's like over 6 million people watched it um and then not dissimilar i suppose to um ghostwatch yeah. in as much as that it wasn't shown for a while and how did you watch this, by the way? Do you own it or?
0: Um, I do own it now. Yes, I decided to buy it.
1: Oh OK, so because I couldn't find it anywhere. I looked on Amazon and it's only available on BritBox, um, which I don't have a subscription, but they did a seven day trial. But it's like BritBox is seven. Oh, sorry, it's five ninety nine a month. So, you know, I, I was happy. It's almost like I rented it. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah um so yeah then he did some stuff with the bbc and um and then in 1991 he did a steve martin film called la story i don't know if you've seen that obviously what a bizarre turnaround that is that's not what i was expecting you to say (laughs) no and then um the following year he did one of the biggest films of that year uh starring whitney houston um the bodyguard really oh uh, yeah with kevin costner could you believe well, that <laughs> yeah.
0: if you'd have said guess a film guess a big film that he made i we would be here in about five hours and i still wouldn't have got it
1: no and then in 1997 uh he directed another disaster movie uh this was when I don't know, around that time you don't you know you seem to have like films that were whether it was coincidental or whether they did it as a way to try and you know capitalise off each other so like you had um oh what was it there was independence day and then there was mars attacks i think they were released in the same year and in 1997 you had volcano and dante's peak yep um there was another one uh was it armageddon and deep uh, impact what's that deep impact deep Deep impact impact. that's the one so you know what i mean it was like you know there always seem to be for a, cu- a period of time a couple of films that were effectively the same type of film but you know one would always do generally do better than the other but yeah, yeah. volcano with uh, tommy lee jones is in that i believe um i've only seen it once or twice but
0: is it dante's peak dante's peak that's pierce brosnan isn't
1: it pierce brosnan and um, linda hamilton linda hamilton that's the one yes and then after that, he sort of done a bit of TV stuff. Um, and the last thing that he did was in 2016, which was um, a film called Denial. Um, there you go. So interesting, I suppose. You know, he's got a diverse career in that yeah, that's
0: respect. Quite, that's an unusual one, that. Um
1: And then the, the writer of Threads, Barry Hines, Um, he wrote um, Kez, or Kestrel for a knave, if you want to give it its full title, um, which is another cheery film. Another cheery northern tale. Yes. Um, So, uh, yeah, there you go. Um, And as I said, the cast members, I, you know, didn't really know any of them uh, and still uh, really recognised Rhys Dinsdale. Actually, Jane Hazelgrove, who's uh, Alison, the eldest daughter of the the Kemp's. Yeah. I recognised her from something, yeah. but I couldn't remember what. So, Crikey. <laughs> oh, Cor- I think she's in Coronation Street. She's in Coronation Street. No. Not that I watch Coronation Street, but lying bastard. I, I don't. I used to, but I used to watch Coronation Street and EastEnders and Emmerdale. Fuck me, mm, what a sad twat you know. I was. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um so. Have you got a synopsis for the film? Oh,
0: yes, I do. The synopsis for threads is thus the effects of a nuclear Holocaust on the working class city of Sheffield, England, and the eventual long-term effects of nuclear war on civilization.
1: There you go. And it should be said, I mean, we do it anyway, but this has got an eight out of 10 out of 16,000 ratings on IMDb. And, it's Metacritic is pretty mind blowing. If you have a yeah. look at that, um, it's got a ninety two um, rating of universal praise. Five. Yeah. It's only got five critical reviews, but yeah. it's even so. I mean, that has got to be the highest I think we've ever had. I think so. Yeah. Um, should we take take two or three of them? Go on, you take the first one.
0: Oh, I'm gonna go. I'll start with the second one down, which is still a hundred uh it's peter bradshaw of the guardian and he says uh it wasn't until i saw threads that i found something on screen that could make me break out in a cold shivering sweat and keep me in that condition for 20 minutes followed by weeks of depression and anxiety
1: wow that's a good one um i will go we'll go with one of the lower ones so uh The AV Club, Sean O'Neill, who gives it 80. Um, Nuclear war is brutal, ugly, and piss yourself terrifying. Threads argues. Why should its movie depiction be anything different?
0: Okay. Um, I'll go for Top Top then, uh, or will I? Yes. Sam Toy at Empire. Empire. Uh, Horrifying, moving, and powerful. Watch it by yourself late at night and never sleep again. Not a good date movie.
1: No. Just well, actually, looking at this be. one, the New York Times from yes. jo- John Connor. <laughs> well, it's John J. O'Connor to give him his yeah, full name, yeah, but yeah. I thought That's, that was quite funny.
0: It's a funny. shit alias. It's, like, um, it's like Ben Kenobi.
1: Yes. Um, and he, he actually wrote, clearly, Threads is not a balanced discussion about the pros and cons of nuclear armaments. <laughs> Are there many pros? Um... No, <laughs> oh, don't. It's, it always seemed to me uh, that you know, y- you know, the more you have, and then the other, the other people they get loads more, so it's like you know, we've got bigger bombs than you have, and when does it stop? Do you know what I mean? But anyway, um, so yeah, it is like I said, universally praised and um, critical acclaim, uh, and so now you're gonna get to find out what we think of it. Now, there mm. is a trailer um which there's a bit of clacking like because there's a bit of clacking in the in the actual film you know of a telex machine or a typewriter or whatever it is you want to call it um and then it just kind of i suppose you know introduces you to what's going on yeah um and what we're in for so um here is the trailer for threads
0: The United States government has been forced, reluctantly, to take action to safeguard what it believes are legitimate Western interests in the Middle East. We are confident that the Soviet Union will take note of our resolve and will desist from its present perilous course of action.
1: There's growing evidence overnight from scientists and observers in many countries that there have been two nuclear explosions in the Middle East.
0: In response to today's news of the outbreak of hostilities between vessels of the United States and Soviet navies...
1: The Ministry of Defence has announced it's sending more
2: troops to Europe to reinforce the British commitment to NATO. This time, they are playing with, at best, the destruction of life as we know it, and at worst, total annihilation. You cannot win a nuclear war!
0: Take everything ready for you and your family in case an air attack happens. When you hear the attack warning, you and your family must take cover at once. The
2: most widespread danger is fallout.
0: A quiet good attack, attack warning. Attack warning. Is it for real? Attack warnings for bloody
2: real. Is it? You can't oh, i get a
1: Right, so that was the trailer four Threads. Um, now, how many pages of notes have you made on this particular film?
0: A lot more than I thought I did, if yes. I'm honest. Um, I mean, all right, I need to describe them. They're not very long notes, so you know, not many of them go above the halfway width of the page. And there's plenty of gaps because per scene, per scene then they're all quite you know it's quite a lot of short scenes so there is a lot of things and i've also put sort of copied some of the information the film gives you but 13 and a half pages
1: i've done 11 and i've done it similar to you in as much as that i haven't kept to the lines on this I, It's a, it's a it's a notebook it's not an a4 one but it's bigger than a five uh yeah. so somewhere in, in, in between but um yeah it's and and i've done it similar to you where i've copied out, out like you know the actual text that the narrator reads out in certain places
0: yeah I'm just I'm actually I haven't I haven't checked up until now the quality the, the well the quality of my quality of my penmanship um I've had worse. I should be able to, yeah. Oh, God, what does that say? loop oh, loop God knows. We'll get
3: there. Um, yeah, I might
1: be right. right. <laughs> I'm similar because I wrote mine sort of, I was in um, a dimly lit room. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thought I'd have fun with this one. And uh, so, yeah. And, and, and it's one of those, you know, when you're, you're sort of like you're writing, but you're not r- looking at what you're writing. Yeah. yeah
0: and I it's a it, similar situation here.
1: It's one of them, um, and also uh, interestingly, I might add this feature. Um, as, uh, I, what colour pen did you write in? What ink did you write it with? Uh, blue. Did you? I I went mad. I I wrote it with a purple pen.
0: What? Why Why would you have a <laughs> purple pen?
1: <laughs> it was the It was the closest one that we'd got. It was a lovely pen. It's a bic, a big pen. I do like writing with bic. What, what's your favourite pen to write with?
0: I've I've always got uh, what, what I always write with because I need them for work. It is a Bic, but it's one of those Bic four color ones.
1: Uh I don't like them. See, I never think that you you get like the good quality with the you know, but I, I Then they're know? not
0: they're not yeah, the the, uh, the the hand feel isn't isn't the best. Hand feel. I'll go for hand feel because you know when people you know when you watch cooking programs and go, "Oh, it tastes nice, but but the mouth feel wasn't right." It's was like, "Fuck off, you pretentious prick." <laughs> Yeah, the hand feel isn't the greatest, but it, just for convenience, because I, I yeah. have to I have to change colours quite a lot, so it, you know, swap out comfort and quality just for a bit of convenience.
1: Yeah, so you get you get the the classics that you know black, blue, red, and green. Yes, yes. There's some
0: fucking crazy ones out there as well. I don't agree with them.
1: Yes. Um. Uh, what What would be your favourite pen?
0: Uh, uh, okay. Um.
1: Never been asked that. See, I like a. Pa- I used to like a paper mate. They, the paper mm. mates were nice. They were. I, d- I don't
0: know what it was. It might. Have, it might. It might have been a paper paper mate, but it had a, a had a nice, um, a nice nice not squidgy, not furry, but somewhere it had a nice base to it. I don't, know, I don't know. I don't know what it was, and it was a. Oh shit! Not a. It wasn't a. Do I like ball points? Was it a ball point? Was it a roller ball? It might have been a rollerball, but isn't that just mm. a ball point? No, I think it was, I know, there's, there's lots of things, aren't there? Because you're often with pens as well. You start writing with them, it's like oh, I don't like that, I don't like that at all. But then when you break it in, it can feel better. Yes, I think, I think every pen has that middle bit of its lifespan where it's just the right amount of ink comes out, and it. I mean, unless you're posh and you spend two hundred quid on a pen, which I'm never going to. But, uh, no. Yeah.
1: Uh, this this big it's a crystal. It's a one point six millimeter, whatever that is. Uh, I'm looking at it now. And the, the, for some a bit
0: of tip size, is not it? Is what? Is that be the tip width?
1: Is it the tip? Oh, it might be. Um, but the the weird thing about it is, you know, with like these uh, the the, the big pens, you can generally see, like where the ink level is. Yeah. But you can't with this. It's it's totally it's greyed. It's like a grey. Th- so you can't see what the inks like inside. It's very do strange. Do you mean the
0: the the the, the outside is grey, or do you mean the ink holding
1: tube? Yeah, the ink holding tube. Yes. That's, that's weird. Yeah
0: very strange i bet yeah i bet it's because they thought well, they were clear but because the cost of living's gone mad we're going to reduce the ink in our pens but we'll just make it gray so you can't tell that you're (laughs) getting less for your money (laughs) yeah possibly
1: anyway can you tell that we're slightly (laughs) delaying getting into the (laughs) no no um so anyway threads um it's uh, so it starts off with uh, it it's kind of like this, what's this? How would you describe the style of it? You know, um, the the actual um. film itself, the way it's shot, and the, the you know the tone of it. Obviously, not the nuclear stuff, but what what would how would you describe it? Well,
2: the t- well, this
1: a mm, tone. <clears throat>
0: well, the tone's bleak the whole way through. It's fucking northern, isn't it? So it's bound to be bleak. Is it? A bit, is it a bit like a kitchen sink drama? That kind of thing, sort yeah.
1: of. Yeah. Yeah. The, there's um. And it's kind of almost like a bit of a documentary. I felt yeah. like a... yeah,
0: there's bit, there's bit, yeah, there's bit. Obviously, yeah, there's factual bits and bits of bits are presented like a documentary, and then it then it almost goes to the <clears throat> the kitchen kitchen sink melodrama. But then it still manages to ratchet tension up to an unbearable fucking level quite often.
1: Yes, and and the, for the first, I actually made notes um, of of when the first bomb is dropped, which we'll get to. <laughs> um, well, can I guess?
0: Because I didn't write down how long it was before then.
1: Uh, what do you, have, do you not know? No, no. Do you not know? No, no. What the fuck am I saying? Do, do I you know? No, or no, do you no I
0: don't. That, that's why I would guess.
1: Oh, oh. Well, so you still don't? You don't know?
0: No, no. I don't. I'm just. I, I'm going to hazard a guess and say there is
1: thirty-six minutes. Okay. Of of the sort of kitchen sink drama. Yeah, but you know, before the,
0: before before things go a, a bit awry.
1: Yes. You know? Well, we we'll, um I'll I'll get to that. I'll tell you when I get to it in my notes. But Ooh, you bugger. So in terms of like the carrots, I mean, it starts off you get a close off a close up of a spider, which is yeah. you know, if you're not a fan of spiders, he's bad enough. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then the um he's
0: talking about how all of society is is, is you know, Everything's connected, i.e., like threads, like a spiderweb, but everything relies on everything else.
1: Yes. Uh he's he go because I've watched it as well do with Jeff and everything. He watched it with a subtitle. So he says, in an urban society, everything connects. Each person sorry, I couldn't fucking read that. I think, I thought it said <laughs> I thought it said despot. That's not right. each despot. <laughs> each person needs are fed by the skills of many i think i thought that said storks um <laughs> each despot is something something
0: stalks of many um
1: other uh, uh, fucking hell others are fuck me jesus are christ you, are, you are all woven right? together in a fabric but the connections that make society strong also make it make it vulnerable um and then you get like, you know, the kind of this, this runs through it, you know, pretty much because like it gives you facts, it gives you information, it tells you where they are, where, what the chief um, industry is, you know, how many people there, what kind of other things are going on in the area. So you get, you know, Sheffield um, and then it, it is for, for a, some time that you know, for the first, you know, sort of 30 odd minutes of the film or whatever is like you're introduced to. The two families, the two main families. So you've got um, the Kemps uh, and then you've got the Beckett's. Yeah. So Ruth uh, Beckett is going out with Jimmy Kemp. And mm-hmm. and then, so they're a couple and, you know, they're doing a couple things. They're on a, a, a cliffside. Yeah, uh,
0: they're, they're parked somewhere you wouldn't be allowed to park these days because they're far too close to the edge.
1: They are, they are really fucking close to the edge. Yeah.
0: And especially in that shitty old car as well, you wouldn't <laughs> trust it. You wouldn't trust that just to go, nah, fuck it, I'm rolling off.
1: So they're they're um, sort of like you know getting up to a bit of. Well, he wants to get his end away, but yeah,
0: um, he's proper Randy, isn't he? He's uh, he's also they're incredibly northern. Oh, they're so northern it's unreal.
1: Hey, love, <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: peaceful up here, didn't it? Didn't it? And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah they're looking they're looking over sheffield and and this is where it starts is it? because it starts giving you the history of of events through or, always through the radio or tv and it kind of it like obviously at this part things are happening in the world because jimmy turns the radio on cuz he's looking for football and um there's there's the new the news is on and it, it just hints at something but then he twitches it off and then gradually people start paying more attention to it as we, as we go through the through the film um, and then he does yes, yeah, speaking about uh, a, a a civil war that's in happening in Iran. Uh, Jimmy wants football and gash is what I wrote. <laughs> um, he pisses her off, and then he goes out the car and picks something, comes back in. Uh, with like a, a bit of lavender or something like that a bit of crappy old lavender but then that seems to do the job because he's still hunting minge and i think he gets it
1: mm. um and then there's other things like you know there's a the jet engine which uh you hear in oh, yeah. yeah. a plane and a, you know a jet fighter that takes off and not for the first time in the film and then um like you said then there's there's other bits of news uh, what i liked about this section is that yes you could look at it as a bit of like a you know a, a Coronation Street type soap opera, you know, with the whole families getting to know each other. She gets pregnant. Um, He's not clearly expecting that, you know, it's an unexpected pregnancy. And then, you know, it's the introduction of the families. So then you've got um, mom and dad, Mr. And Mrs. Kemp. And he's got two uh, siblings, a brother and a sister, a younger brother and a, a younger sister who's sort of like the middle child. Um, And she's doing a paper round and and whatever. And then you've got the Becketts. And so there's just Mr. and Mrs. Beckett. And they've got Granny Beckett, which you see... shortly they're a
0: bit more bit more well to do aren't they because they've, they've got a bigger house
1: it looks like it yeah they they sort of yeah. like um it looks as if the the kemp's sort of live in a like what you would class i suppose as a bit of a council house type
0: you yeah know. it's a two up two down isn't it basically
1: yeah and and uh jimmy loves his birds he's got an aviary which uh he keeps birds in and then um uh what's Michael the the youngest? he likes playing these little handheld video games. Yeah. Um, and you know that Although- there are uh, I suppose the, the whole pregnancy and stuff has come as a bit of a shock to everybody. um but he yeah. decides he's going to go through with it and they're gonna keep the baby yeah
0: gonna get married. Uh, the family are obsessed with peas, well they're not obsessed with peas, but do it was actually quite forward-thinking, because, you know, it was when, it, when, it, when it cut to them mother the dinner table, it was Mr. Kemp who'd done the cooking.
1: Yeah. Oh, and he got a lovely and, uh, um, apron on as well.
0: Yeah, lovely apron. But the amount of fucking peas they had for, like, <laughs> three people. Like, uh, like a little bit of meat, a little bit of mash, but 15, 15 pounds of peas. <laughs> yeah. And also, why wasn't Michael eating? Yeah. Why were those three eating, and they just just get on with your game, Michael. Why is he not allowed to eat? There's enough peas there to feed the whole fucking city.
1: Yeah, and also he's asking about what's an abortion because they're talking about abortion, and the mom and dad yeah. are getting pissed off with him, and the mom even threatens to belt him. Um, <laughs> yeah. Because then uh, Alison comes in and she she's clever and she twigs onto the fact that you know they're getting married all of a sudden because he's got to rub the duff.
0: Yes. Oh, I wrote up the duff as well.
1: Uh. And um, but no, what like I said, what I really liked about this is it's fairly subtle, but it Mm -hmm. also you know the whole stuff like this on the news. There's then then it starts to ramp up. And then you've got the, the you know, the the there's, uh, actual news on, on the TV uh, reporters talking about uh, the Soviets and convoys and going into Iran, and then uh, the, the Russians are aggress- accusing the US of um, provocation, and um, then there's new newspapers because, she, like I said, she's a news, um, what do you call them, a paper girl. Yeah. You know, and the headlines on the news are about, you know, conflicts. Uh, and it's. Then there's other things because the dad mentions, you know, we're in a recession, you know, you shouldn't be thinking about having a baby or having a child in, in this current climate. And all these little things that you, you know, you, you I suppose people might just pick up on the, the drama side of it, you know. Uh, but then these things, they're. I suppose in isolation might not mean much, but then it's constant, isn't it? And it made me think about the news today. I mean, I don't know about you, but uh, I know we're not supposed to talk about COVID particularly, and I'm not going to. But I don't. I try not to look at too much news because I it has a, a. big effect on my anxiety i don't have massive issues with anxiety particularly but i know that when i start to look at the news well, you know and i rarely watch the news so it tends to be like i'll look at the bbc website and i'll look at the guardian website like maybe once or twice a day and that's it for now but when that all kicked off a couple of years ago i was looking at it more and then social media and fuck me i felt like you know you can feel you yourself get self-intense get yeah. and anxious. And it's kind of a bit like that, isn't it? I mean, but then at some point, you kind of almost think, "Oh, this is happening somewhere else in the world." No, yeah. fuck it, you know. Well, that's, exactly what, that's
0: exactly what—that's some, exactly some—that's the opinion of some of the of, of, of some of the characters, isn't it? In this, but I mean, I think, I mean, i generalising a little bit, but I mean, I like the way that it, it gives you the whole story of what's going on and the escalation of everything that happens bit by bit by bit, and the fact that the characters slowly begin to realise that, hold on, something's going on here. I think as a as a as a as a way of building tension, I think it's done masterfully because it's yeah. almost unbearable. So, it's just fucking happen, will you?
1: Yes, I, I can't um,
0: take much more of this now.
1: And um, so, like at various points, they're listening to the radio. Then there's like little snippets about sending troops. The UK are supporting, the, you know, uh, the US, and the then US
0: submarines disappeared. Then they find the wreckage then two boats have crashed in accidentally crashed into each other you yeah, know whatever
1: yeah um and then you get a bit of a rundown of Sheffield you know what they're yeah. you know main industries and there's an airbase nearby um and so
0: this is, this is the funniest thing about the film is like obviously like because you know we're not too far from Sheffield but with, with, with my work all of the areas that it mentioned in Sheffield and the Doncaster and Barnsley surrounding area, I recognise all of them. Yeah. we got someone in Green Hill. Oh, I'm going down Darley. I, like, oh, yeah, I know all these places now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and it just made me think about where we live, because um, not far from where we live, probably about eight miles down the road, maybe not even that, is there's an airbase, um, you know, an RAF airbase. Uh, there's a museum, but obviously they still take off, the, the, uh, you know, Planes still take off from there, um, yep. so you're thinking, hmm, we'd be a bit of a fucking target, wouldn't we? <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely. Um, so yeah, and then so obviously these these events are unfolding, and the families, you know, are kind of I suppose forced to meet each other, and they do. And then yeah. there's a bit more t- news on in the background about uh, this, like you said, this disappeared submarine, um, and then the warships uh, and a Soviet cruiser hit a US cruiser and. Um, then they start looking for a new place to live, and again yeah,
0: looking for a flat. Was it they uh, they nick Mr Kemp's um, redundancy redundancy money because <laughs> he he wanted to use it to go to Bermuda. Yes, yeah. he had to give it to them to buy a flat. Yeah,
1: um, and so you know, there's then there's you hear the president of the USA and he's warning Russia about you know. Continued escalation and various... Then the the narrator kicks in a little bit and starts talking about, you know, what what would happen in the event of such a, you know, catastrophe. Yeah. Um, like the, tra-
0: the transfer of power, isn't it, to sort of local...
1: Local government. And, yes. Yeah. And, uh, you know, emergency plans and uh, there's a wartime controller who would be given the full extent of powers, you know, and, and so you're introduced to, to this person... And it's—I suppose it's funny that I remember going f- um, to a—it uh, was a police station a few years ago—and you know, just walking uh, past one of the rooms, and um, there, there were—I remember clocking something. It was like a box full of papers, and it was something along the lines of you know, um, in the event of an emergency. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, terrorist attack or whatever. You're thinking... There's got to be plans for stuff like this, hasn't there? There's got to oh. be... Well, did, did I tell you, I went... I, like, less than a month ago, I went to a bunker. Did you? No. Oh. There, tell a, us, tell a, us. There's a,
0: there's a there's a bunker in York. Uh, something just on the outskirts of York somewhere. It's the Royal... Fuck what they called. Something core. Not listening. Shit. There's a specific name. It's the, But it's the only... It's not operational, but it's the only fully restored opened nuclear bunker left in the country and uh, that was interesting going in there seeing everything the fact that it's um mon- like mon- the monitoring core no, i can't remember what it's called but all these people were volunteers and uh, in the event of a strike everyone had to get in there um but the whole thing was only set up to last for 30 days wow so after 30 days you got booted because you would have run out of diesel for the generator, mm. and um, obviously the idea is to try and set up a com- like communication with the rest of the country throughout hundreds of little bunkers all over the place where you used to get like two or three two or three people in them, but this was a bigger one that could hold about 15, 16 people, I think. Was that it? So, Fuck yeah, hell. yeah. But we saw we saw the room where they had the map and the machines that they would have used to try and figure out where the bombs had dropped, where the fallout's going. Um, all of the stuff that made it work, the air filtration and the fact that like, obviously everyone who went in there just had to leave the family. They weren't allowed any photographs in there at all. If if they had a family, then they just had to literally leave them to get blown up. If you became ill, you just got booted outside because they couldn't risk it. Um, but yeah, it it was a really weird thing that it's just like, yeah, you get 30 days and if, if, if it's not safe outside after 30 days, you've done your job. So off you go. See you later.
1: Nice. Um, yeah, there's that video game called The Bunker, isn't there? Um, yes. FMV game, which, yeah. well, not FMV. Sorry, it's I suppose it sort of is, but um, I quite enjoyed that. That was all right. Yeah, it was all right. Yeah,
0: yeah, not too bad.
1: Um. That's so yeah, night trap. And then uh, the um, there's like I said, there's there's things going on in the background, and then you get to see this guy, um, who's, I suppose, like I said, he's going in charge. You know, if things go. Wrong, then he's the one that pulls it all together and he calls a meeting with various people on a list. And again, it's you you just see the people that are on there, you you, you know, not the names as such, but their jobs, like you know, homelessness officer and you know, control food, fuel, all this sort of people in positions of you know that you'd need, I suppose, in times like that.
0: Yeah, because he starts phoning around, doesn't he, to see what the situations are as far as food stocks what they've got flour and corned beef. I mean, mm, what a treat. Yeah.
1: And, um, well, it, <laughs> it fucking saying, would be <laughs> <It actually> would <laughs> when you be, get yeah. to certain parts of the film. <laughs> that is very true. Yeah. Um, and then the, um, the president's again heard sending, you know, and it's like saying it's sending units to Iran. Uh, and then you get the, uh, he gets a telegram, uh, which, you know, is the home office saying, you know, be prepared. Um, and like you said, gets uh, calls out to people, um, and then y- you get the shops, which not this is the, not the first time that you see, but this, you know, again, people, not necessarily in the family, um, particularly the Kemp's, but you know, she she even comments, oh, it's busy, you know, for a Wednesday or whatever. Yeah, because people are panic buying, aren't they? People are. Yeah,
0: it's just that little murmur that something's going on. But they haven't quite. They still haven't quite grasped it, have they?
1: No. And then um, taking stock of all the supplies, <clears throat> and you've seen the, the shots of them dropping blankets off at the school, um, and then again, radio clip of U.S. soldiers have taken position. B fifty two bombers in Turkey, jets yeah. taking off, um, and then we get to the pub. Um, <laughs> yeah. Ah, the pub.
0: Good um, old pub. He's with his mate, isn't he, uh, Jimmy? And. Um... What's his name? Bob.
1: Bob, yeah.
0: Bob. Jimmy and Bob. And uh, you, could, yeah, you could tell it's the 1970s because uh, apparently in the 1970s, you were absolutely fine to uh, fuck around right up until that point you actually got married <laughs> on the date.
1: Yeah, because he even says to his dad, I'm still single. Like, I'm yeah. gone. <laughs> <laughs>
0: what? <laughs> the relationships were very binary then. You were either married or single. Yes. Everything in between, everything was fair game. Yeah, but, uh, yeah so... they spot they spot two ugly birds across the pub, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Bob's really wanting to get in there. And, um, Jimmy's not so sure, is he? But the news is on, and again, it's uh, the USA accuses the USSR of mu- moving nukes into Iran. The landlord switches it over, and everyone starts moaning. So he switches it back to the news. So you can see that people are starting to pay attention. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Jimmy's worried, um, but then fuck it he ends up going fine we'll go and chat him up and um and i can't read that well yeah he's
1: i mean like you said um i mean bob's a bit more blase about it he's like it's the you know middle east whatever who cares it's and uh you know he says if i'm gonna go i want to go with a bang basically (laughs) and uh yeah jimmy's then you see him shagging the back of his car yeah um and then it this seems like kind a lot of,
0: of military vehicles go past. Is that yeah. Implying? yeah, you
1: don't see them, but you hear them, and you you know you, the, he looks during uh, mid stroke, and um, you know he's like, what the fuck's going on here? Um, and then an ultimatum's delivered. Ultimatums are yeah. good, aren't they? Um, oh
0: yeah, just what you want to hear. This is Saturday, May the twenty-first. There's been no response from the USSR uh, to the USA's ultimatum of a joint retreat. Yes, by but- Sunday so this ain't right is is, you know what we don't know is is that bullshit you know are are they just saying yeah yeah we'll go out as well or is it a case of someone that someone's going this is getting out of hand we really we both need to sort of back off and uh, have a look in the mirror so we'll we'll do it by 12 o'clock sunday yeah and then nothing
1: yeah and also the uk is sending troops um and then there's protests in the high street you know about anti-nuclear protests and um The government is sending uh, more troops to Europe, uh, more protests.
0: They've taken control of British airways and the ferries to to start shipping troops over to Europe.
1: Yes. And then more panic buying. um, And and there's hardly anything on the shelves anymore. And the the shopkeepers are charging an arm and a leg for stuff that wasn't, you know, that expensive a few days ago.
0: the, The parallels, the parallels to my life at this point are quite staggering. I live up north. Uh, People are getting whingy in supermarkets because the price of everything is going up. There's some stuff happening with Russia going into another country. And I'm engaged.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Happy days. Um, Get married soon. Uh, uh, (laughs) But, um, and then there's also, and this is kind of almost like a bit of a blink and you miss it, but the... They also suggest that that there has actually been a couple of nuclear detonations. Um, They
0: do mention that at some point, don't they? Uh,
1: Yeah, they mention that there's been a couple of nuclear detonations uh, happen in, um, I think it's in Iran or the Middle East. uh,
0: Yeah, is this on the Sunday? Because I put 12 noon, the ultimatum expires. Because you've been doing day by day, and now all of a sudden it's 12 o'clock noon, ultimatum expires at 1300. B-52 uses conventional weapons and attacks the USSR at the Iranian base. Uh, Russian. Yes, you're right. It's a little bit. He's actually a little bit further
1: on. You are right, though. Yeah, the
0: Russian defense is based, but with a nuke tipped air defense missile. Many B-52s lost. Yes. Things have started suddenly kicking off. You know, things have escalated quite a lot here.
1: And also, just and prior oh, well, to that, right. so there's fuel yeah. shortages as well, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and um, and then the, the um, emergency, the government emergency power act is, has been pushed, and you, you know, you're getting this kind of trying to remain calm, you know, getting people to remain calm, um, and then there's yeah, the um, there's the next door neighbour of the Kemp's is leaving with his this so there's a husband, wife, and daughter. And the dog. They're happy the dog's not there. They're happy to leave the dog behind. Oh, that dad, dad, dad never wanted the
0: dog. No, it's he like never wanted the dog at all. I'm like, Fuck it, leave it behind. <laughs> We're going to Lincolnshire. Lincolnshire. Oh, there is a street with three houses on it. What they're hardly gonna bomb that are they? Get in <laughs> car, you little bastard.
1: But <laughs> well, thankfully the dog does go uh with them. Um yeah. and then the the war controller uh sort of gets ready to leave. Um, and then, you know, the, the hospitals are cleared for casualties. Yeah. Um, and the Nan goes to live with the... What was the surname of the other family? What did I say? Oh,
0: the Beckets.
1: The Beckets, yeah. So the yeah. Nan goes to, to move in with them, um, and then the roads are all blocked and congested because of people trying to leave the main towns. And and things. shit's really kicking off now, isn't it? Yeah. I think yeah. people are starting to actually realise fuck me, this is pretty serious.
0: Yeah, because I forgot when I said one o'clock they fired, a, they fired an anti, anti-nuke anti missile at some B-52s. Yeah, I forgot at two o'clock America used a nuclear weapon on the base in Iran. Yeah. So we've had an exchange of nuclear weapons there, but obviously abroad. But. Uh, yeah, it's it's not going well, is it? Really, to be fair, at this point.
1: Yeah, um, and then the the war controller is sort of like uh, you know the the wartime controller is having a, a conversation with his wife, and he realises that he's got to leave her behind because he can't, like you said, at the bunker, you can't yeah. take family with you. He's you're there to do a job, and that's it.
0: Oh yeah, that's that, yeah, that's right. That, just before that, isn't it? This, we're on, yeah, May the twenty fifth. The news is reporting that two nuclear explosions have happened in the Middle East. So obviously, it's it's kicked off again there. Yeah, he's putting his wife's photo in the suitcase, and uh, he lies to his wife essentially, doesn't he, to say, "Oh no, I'm sure it's nothing."
1: Yes, um, she she can't be
0: that dim. She must have watched the fucking news.
1: Yeah, and then but then there's more protests in the high street, and and um, but this is more about. <laughs> Actual strikes, you know, yes, work T- strikes.
0: T- U C strike, isn't it?
1: Um, and then you know, the police are getting involved. Starts kicking <laughs> yeah. off. Someone um, selling tin openers. <laughs> yeah, was it one pound twenty-five for a, a can yeah. opener? Fucking bargain,
0: uh, mate. Come to two thousand
1: and twenty-two, one pound fifty. God. <laughs> uh, you, they are the? Do you remember like those old style can openers, like the metal oh, ones?
0: The ones that you have to sort of like not even the ones with the with the twisty thing were they were they the ones which you like you have to push through it were they? were oh, they oh no
1: the I, th- I think they were the twisty ones but oh but, god they they were even old school those ones where yeah. you sort of like you got like a pointy end and you jab it into the can then you have to like <laughs> manually
0: wrench it around yeah. yeah just to leave as much razor sharp metal at the edge of the tin as humanly possible
1: <laughs> um and so then there's the um uh, the, the, the clearing the museums and the galleries, art galleries of all the artwork and whatever. And uh, and this wartime controller, he's going to the underground base, which is the first time you see it, which it, it looks a bit claustrophobic. It, um, and there's people missing.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, you know, from his, his his staff who he needs because um, they haven't got there for some reason or other. Um, yeah,
0: lots of smoking has already commenced in the bunker.
1: Yes. Um and so then you kind of get this. I think it's on the Frankie Goes to Hollywood uh, Two Tribes song. It's at the start of that where you get the, you know, infamous sort of like, you know, in the.
0: Um, oh, the advent of out.
1: Yes. It, it, in If there's an imminent attack, you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, um, and then you get, you know, fire engines here's deployed. Some, here's
0: some bullshit that won't help you, but will just try and make you feel like you're going to survive. But you won't.
1: Yeah. And so now it's the 26th of May.
0: Specifically 8am. Yes. We're suddenly specifying times again. This is never a good sign.
1: Yes. Um, but on this, they're, they're, they're actually talking about how to dispose of a dead body. Yeah. Uh, which is nice and cheery. Um, and then there's like a leaflet or the stuff in the papers about how to plan... If there is an attack.
0: Yeah, how to build your fallout shelter by taking your doors off and propping them up against the wall and covering them in bags and soil.
1: Mm hmm. Um, and t- the telephone lines are all cut now. Yeah. Um, but it says and-
0: non-essential phone lines have been cut. Yes. Um, um, the ra- and the radio then starts telling people to get ready, isn't it? It's changed from, it's changed from the news to what to do. Mm hmm. As in, yeah, we're 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 heading there now. You, there's nothing you can do about it. We're heading we're heading there, so yeah. There's no more. Uh, there's no more. I don't know what was a what was a early eighties band. Frankie era. goes to Hollywood. Yeah, there's no Frankie goes to Hollywood on today. There's just here's uh, some here's some horrible fucking adverts about Fallout and how to build stuff. Yes. Even <laughs> what is it right? You, you, those those adverts for like the Fallout or how to build this. You know, what the end it goes. Yeah. Even that's sinister. It's Why really horrible. So sinister? It's, it's, it's not nice.
1: No. Um, and then there's um, other things happening like riots. You get the feeling that, that riots are happening or looting starting to happen. Yeah. Um, because he, the, the Kemps are in bed, uh, the mum and dad are, and he can't sleep because there's loads of noise. And she just says, oh, it's probably just the pubs kicking out. But
0: yeah, I mean, she knows that's not the case. Yeah, you're just trying to convince yourself, aren't you, that no, 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 everything's normal. Everything's normal. It's just a normal riot.
1: Yeah. Um. So then, um, you're 46 minutes in. Uh, at this point, Ooh, right?
0: About Ten minutes out,
1: and um, you get the attack warning.
0: Attack uh, warning red. Yeah. I mean, fuck me. I mean, I was, When you first watched it, how tense were you at this point?
1: Um. I think that was <laughs> that was pretty fucking tense. Um, because, you know, you know it's coming. Yeah. But then I think the build up to it is just, it's so well done. You know, yeah. it's so, again, I don't like this word juxtaposed to what, you, what you're watching with the families and with the drama and all that sort of stuff, the melodrama. But then, you know, all those subtle little things and it becomes, it slowly becomes more and more, you know, Pressing and it's it starts all...
0: pushing it to the front doesn't it of the film what ends what started off as background noise has just made its way as, as yeah you, you get you know you get the odd bit of news in the background but it's mainly the the story and as we build towards this the story starts to fall back into being the little snippets and the main thing is is the is the news about what's happening in the world so at one point they, they must almost be parallel and then it just becomes bad 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 news and it's horrible
1: yeah um and then yeah the panic starts to happen because you, you see a bit of a flash and like because you, you're in the you're seeing like the high street and people just going about business and all that sort of yeah. stuff and then uh, jimmy's
0: at a joinery you get the flash and yeah he, he gets under the lorry and yeah is that fucking again it's that it's that siren it's just a horrible it, it's a horrible sound because we know what it means i suppose but
1: yeah, and the, you see the mushroom cloud in the background. Now, this was an interesting one for me. I mean, we'll go into it in a bit more detail as it mm. sort of happens. But obviously, it's 1984. So how would it look visually in terms of would it look really shit and cheesy? You know what mm. I mean? Uh, it didn't, it, you know. No, it, from, it, 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 it did all right. It it, it was really effective because you, you sort of see things blowing up. From a close-up point of view, and yes, you can. I suppose you can look at the mushroom cloud and other little bits, and you think, okay. But generally speaking, I thought it was really, really well done. It's yeah. uh, you know, the, you you see uh, things like Terminator Two. That's a, or, or Terminator. That's that's a film that sort of stands out for me. It's like when uh, I think in the original Terminator and Reese is walking through some of this destroyed uh, ruins of of you know where he's patrolling, and he sees a little girl. And she's just, it looks like, oh, there's people watching a TV, but it's just flames they're watching, you know, in the TV. It's quite a striking visual. And then there's people trying to catch rats and stuff, you know, to to eat and whatever. And then in Terminator 2, obviously, there's that famous scene where she's having a dream and, you know, the whole place is just vaporised. It's not not on that level, I suppose. But it's still really good. It's still really effective. And it's really grimy and really dirty as well, I think maybe because of the way it was shot.
0: Yeah, grounded and... Because sometimes you, it's like the, it's the difference. I mean, it, if you got like say, uh, Christ, was it Indiana Jones and the Dude of the Crystal Skull?
1: Oh God, yeah, yeah.
0: When he gets out of his fridge and he's looking at he's looking at the nuke that's got off, which is bullshit. But um, although he's supposed to be like, oh, look at how terrible it is, it's also framed to look like a really cool iconic shot. Yeah. And the thing about a nuke is they ain't cool. There's nothing good about it. It's, uh, it's bad news. It's a bad news thing. Uh, this just does well at just conveying bad. Yeah. It says 8.35, a single warhead explodes above the North Sea. The electric goes down in the war room. 8.37, first missile salvo hits the NATO targets. Because they've told us before, haven't they, that, that if Russia's going to do it, it's likely to be then, because the time difference, there's going to be less people paying attention. Uh, yeah, the bomb goes off. Bill's having a
1: shit at the time. (laughs) What did he go? He goes, "Oh bloody hell!" (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) he ain't even got time to wipe his arse, has he?
0: Yeah, which is weird because it's kind of funny, but it's just not. um, (laughs) Yeah, he just cuts that woman pisses herself when she stood there. Yeah, and then general chaos and um, God, he says, "Jimmy, and Jesus Christ, they've done it!" And 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 Jimmy, Jimmy wants to go and find Ruth
1: yeah so he's running this, to, towards this, this, Ruth the, yeah. yeah at
0: this point the missile hasn't hit that you know hasn't hit Sheffield has it so this is just like the shock shockwave from one that's a lot further away
1: yeah and um then you see uh the Beckett's sort of like heading to the there they've got like a cellar haven't they yeah um and then the other family of uh, they're they're sort of like put together this makeshift um uh, little shelter, like you said, they've taken the doors off the 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 you know the the, um, the house and. Um yeah, and th-
0: Against the wall, no use at all. I mean, it starts giving you statistics now, doesn't it? Like at this point, eighty megatons of it. The UK, yes. The blast casualties somewhere between was it two and a half and nine million?
1: That's right. So yeah, two and a half mm. and nine million casualties. Yeah. You are thinking? Fuck.
0: Interesting mate. thing about the bunker. They said just as a general as a general thing, it was just assumed that a best case scenario from from the plans. They said this is the other thing about the nuclear bunkers they were made in the nineteen sixties. These were I think this was this stopped being used in 1968 or 1969 because they shut the entire network down. And they did that because ballistic missiles happened. Before then, it was always assumed that anything would be coming on a plane, so you would have plenty of time to warn people. But even then, with quite small bombs, everything was being worked out on a basis that the casualty rate for the UK would be at least 70%. Mm
1: we happy uh, well i went to it's so uh, the airbase i was referring to is cosford air base and they've got a museum there which uh is amazing really it's free to get in you have to pay for the parking but i mean that's like five quid or whatever but you can walk around this this airbase, which um you know it's got all of the planes from world war one two and then the cold war planes and it's got then there's, a, there's a, a hangar which is dedicated to um all of the stuff about the cold war and not just planes um but the um you know the the history of what was going on with the Cold War, and it adds like a visual of where the where the airbase is, and then what would happen in the immediate area if a bomb were to hit, yeah, uh, and then how far away the fallout would be. You know, and he's, I was thinking. It, we went there recently, actually, because my daughter Lucy, she's in the Cubs, and they uh, were doing something to get one of the badges, uh, aviation <laughs> badges or whatever. And oh, so no, we went there. And not, um, not
0: nuclear survival badge.
1: It's re- <laughs> it's really fucking sobering. I, I mean, it really is because it refers to the Cold War and, and the Cuban Missile Crisis and whatever, which I don't know a massive amount, but you know, was, from what I understand, one of the closest times that the world's been to, uh, sort of like you know, close to nuclear Armageddon. Um, but it is, you know, in our current climate, you're thinking, shit. You, you
0: look at the size of our country, don't you? And you go, oh, oh, it ain't going to take much. It ain't going to take much to to duff us up right up the shitter.
1: Yeah. Because <laughs>
0: you, you, look, you look at those rings, you know, blast radius, stage one, stage two, stage, you know, dead. Or definitely dead. Definitely dead again, but maybe not within the first five seconds third degree burn or so first degree burn, second degree,
1: third degree fallout. And it's like, yeah, it's funny. Cause um, Dave, when I told him that we were doing this, he uh, sent me a little voice message and whatever. And he remembered watching it at the time when it came out and he said that it was a big topic of topic of conversation at his work because they yeah, were saying, cool. you know, what would you have preferred to sort of like go in the first blast, you know, or to have lived a little bit longer I think for me, I'd have preferred to just fucking get it over with.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's one of them, and it? well, no, it's not one of them. It's like it's a choice. But you just think, oh, well, maybe it's just going to be a couple. Maybe I'm just unlucky and I'm just near one of them, maybe. And you don't think, about, no, no, the reality is if, if one gets fired over here, then there's going to be dozens. And then, yeah, yeah, just, just, yeah, turn me into fucking stardust. I'm gone.
1: Mm. Uh, but, um, yeah, so. Michael's crying, there's casualties, there's, like you said, yeah. there's... There's things.
0: Finches, isn't he? The Finches are still alright at this point in
1: time. There's, yeah, there's, there's things melting, there's things exploding. Um, oh, that,
0: yeah, that's when the, the second bomb hits, doesn't it? And it must hit a lot closer because I just put... <clears throat> I think they says the nuclear exchange escalates, I put Michael with Finches, Mum realises that Michael's with the Finches, then another bomb hits, uh, the, yeah, then... Basically, things burn, including Mrs. K. She starts to burn. <laughs> and then everything just fucking blows up. Yeah, essentially. pretty, pretty then, much. Uh, yeah, it's horrendous. And it gives you the happy news that uh, 210 megatons have now hit the UK, 3,000 in total in the war. Uh, two-thirds of houses in the UK are within the fire zone. Um. Oh, and then it's just lots of shots of fire, bodies, a burning dog, a dead cat, bodies, more bodies. Fuck me, more bodies.
1: Yeah. Oh, I wrote. And also, I mean, so the, the, apparently the cat that um, they shot, they, they didn't shoot the cat. You know, they filmed it, I should say. <laughs> yeah, um yeah. wasn't a dying cat. Because <laughs> that would have been fucking horrendous. You uh, were telling me it was just drunk. Yeah, it was. It was. It, they gave it loads of catnip. And then they slowed the footage down, apparently. And it was like. Well, actually, I feel happier now that they've got yeah. this. <laughs> they, they've yeah, done, no, that, they've drug this cat yeah. up.
0: It was a stone cat. Because at this point, I'm, <clears throat> I'm watching thinking, do you know what it wouldn't surprise me if it was a cat having a fit or something dying or something horrible? But oh, no, that's good. Oh, I feel I feel much better about it now.
1: I do. I'm happier now. Yeah. Um, i, I lot look... about the film because you get all the bodies and it says fallout imminent. <laughs> 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 yeah. And then sort of like, you know, you're in the bunker and the bunker... It doesn't look as most secure, does it, really? Basically, it looks no. like it's in a basement underneath the council houses.
0: Pretty much, yeah. And the council houses have fallen on top of it, essentially. Yeah. Someone's
1: died. Yes. It's been smashed they're... on the head with some debris. Yeah. And they're all buried alive. Yes. Pretty much. Um and they're
0: completely unprepared because they're trying to put them in a bin bag, you know, a series of bin bags. Yes. Where are they going to put the body? I mean, I know it says if you someone dies, then take it outside and leave it there, or if you can bury it with with a with a marked grave. No, they've just got it rotting in the corner. Fuck me.
1: Yeah, and um, so then um, y- you've got the other family; they're in the cellar crying. The other yeah. fa- family are burning um
0: no, Mr. and Mrs. K. They're, they're they're alive but she's burnt to fuck and they're just sat in their shelter and they're just listening to people suffering
1: yes and then the fallout dust starts to settle on the country and the the dust gets into the bunker and then it starts to talk about the signs of um nuclear radiation um yeah. and what to expect and then there's lots of vomiting yeah. uh <laughs> and then i shouldn't laugh but i there's Not that I laughed at the time, yourself. but I have to look for some fucking levity in as much as that. So the people, the uh, the Beckett's in the, the cellar, because um, then they're okay. I mean, they're, they're, at least they're sort of shielded from the, the blast to a certain degree, yeah. but the nan shatter self, yes. um, which then uh, they, because uh, the dad, you can do an accent better than I can. Or, Make yourself blue useful for a change or something like that. And uh, don't drink
0: all that water. Make yourself useful for a change. Wipe your grand's buttocks. (laughs)
1: She's pregnant. Yeah, because she's pregnant. She's got morning sickness, right? And she's there, but she's there though. Guzzling all the fucking water. I'd be like, stop drinking that water. It's got to last us. We don't know very long. Care if you drink? Got to care. You're drinking for two.
0: Yeah.
1: and, um, but then she goes over to the nan and she just gags immediately, didn't she? Yeah.
0: yeah. It's not funny, but yeah. It's not funny, you know I mean? you, you, but I'm having to find, find something, something. funny. <laughs> oh, sorry. Because now we start referring, now, now it's May, Friday, the 27th of May. <clears throat> attack plus one day, because we're now, we're now, we're now just saying it's a, an attack plus something days now. It's like the normal days have ended.
1: Now, so going back to the, so you've got the actual, I suppose, the, um, explosion and the the, the mm. nuclear bomb going off you know which again i thought was pretty well done but then all of the other stuff like the burning bodies and all the charred remains and all that i i mean again maybe because of the the way it was shot fairly grainy but you know and not hd obviously but again i thought all that looked really effective
0: it's pretty full on isn't it it is, it is effective it's um nasty
1: You'd think that yeah, I mean, the special I'd effects... Say,
0: Go on. Say at one point, there's a fucking tree and there's a dead burning bloke in a bike. <laughs> How did he get up there? Well, I'm assuming he was blown there just by the blast of a bomb, yeah. which, you know, I'm not saying because he's dead and burning, it's funny, but, you know, the fact that someone was blown on the... They've still got the bike, still with the bike in the tree, it's kind of comical. But in this film, it's just horrific.
1: yes. And to just to make matters, you know, uh, worse. So the mom and dad they realise <laughs> that Michael's not there, yeah. um, and obviously Jimmy's dead now. At this point, you don't see him die, but
0: yeah, I, I, I was wondering that. I, I was thinking because I could never remember what you know. What do we see a Jimmy again? But you you don't. You see Jimmy after that first one. I'm having to all say Jimmy scarpers from the joinery to try and get to Ruth. Then that other bomb. It's Jimmy's gone. Mm. That's it.
1: Um, and then, um, but they go out and even though the mom's face is burnt off, they want to find out what's happened to Michael and you see his leg hanging out from under all the rubble. Yeah. Um, and so obviously they're crying. There's lots of crying. There's lots of wailing. And, uh, you see, you actually, they, when they go out, emerge from their home, I think they actually see the full extent of all the, the destruction. Yeah. Um, which, you know, is immense. Um, and then it's three days after the attack and it's total chaos in the bunker. You know, they're all shouting at each other. They're all, they don't know what they're doing really, do they? No,
0: no. All that lovely fallout's coming in through the air filtration system. Yes. And uh, yeah,
1: they're arguing over roads. Um, I suppose if, that
0: thing is you're trying to find some, you'd be trying to find something normal. And if that thing that's normal is arguing about roads, when there can be any fucking roads, they're all gone.
1: Yeah. And, um, I think the wartime controller dude finally realizes that, you know, because he's looking at, you know, what about here? You know, what in this place? And they said, oh, probably all dead. And that's where his wife must have been.
3: Yeah.
1: And he realizes that she's dead. Because he's got, I'm sure he's got kids as well, even though he looks about fucking 60.
0: Yeah, he says, I don't want to leave you and the children, but I just have to do my job.
1: Yes. Um and so now it starts to escalate in as much as so you got attack plus 1 week so a week after the bombs have fallen and there's no food um no. and the, the
0: government's taking control of food isn't it and there's there's no there's no food distribution for at least 2 weeks
1: yeah um you
0: live on those beans that you kept and, spam or
1: whatever uh yeah and the people in the cellar the becketts they're sort of like christ knows what they're eating but it looks fucking grim it's
0: like fucking dog food and shit like <laughs>
1: meat chunks of some kind of description they're trying to give ruth a bit of food and the nan but the nan at this point you're thinking she's dead because the, they're basically just saying all oh, she needs a rest
0: yeah ruth's worried about her baby being a mutant
1: yes so there we an error into the film, right? And I looked at the running time and thinking... I did the second time, not the first time. I've got 52 minutes of misery left. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell! <laughs> 52 minutes of absolute misery. Uh, yep. You know, but anyway. So... Um, then you get Bo back to the kemps and they're just bill still vomiting lots of vomit they are being sick and she's yeah, dying mrs
0: k's gone mad and she she just wants to be dead
1: yes um and she i'm sure she asked for a drink didn't she and and um but he goes to the sink which is obviously not connected to anything but there's a little yeah. dribble of water which has obviously still been left in the tap yeah. he he's too late to catch it does
0: he try and catch it in a colander oh, well? he does I, yeah <laughs> Each <laughs> oh,
1: Never mind. Um, and then, so the bunker people, are, um, they're, they're sort of, they realise they're trapped. They've got no air now because I've, I've turned turn the filtration system off. So they're, yeah. they're slowly suffocating. They're uh, getting angry over food. They're saying, fuck the sick because they're going
0: to die anyway. And fags are running low.
1: Yes. Um,
0: uh, I mean, that one bloke's run out completely, hasn't he? And someone else gives him one. And I'm thinking, there's no way a smoker would start sharing then that there, that there, there's no way you're giving a fag to someone else yeah not a chance
1: um and then the becketts they take the nan upstairs because she's dead
0: yes and just dump her body in the hallway um covered in a blanket
1: yeah and but ruth leaves at this point to, to find out what's happened to jimmy yeah um and there we go It's like 10 days after the attack um, and so the the dad's on his own the the kemp's uh the dad that is and so mom's dead at this point yeah um and he starts he drinks some water which is like just flowing from something uh, rubble rubble R- rocks rubble and he spits it out immediately because it's probably yeah. fucking con- contaminated um and then i uh, say ruth's walking and and oh, see so
0: you do you do see more dead cats and burnt people at that point as well yes you see so many dead people. And then you see a woman with a burnt dead baby.
1: It's, uh, yeah. And she, she's obviously searching. There's people searching for family. There's mm. uh, charred people. Lovely dead dog. Um, and then, like you said, the, the woman, which is, I mean, lingers on this shot pretty. yeah, um, For a while. A lot. I mean,
0: she does well for, to have a haunted look on her face.
1: Fucking grim. She's holding a dead baby uh, and and just looking at Ruth as she's walking past. And Ruth's obviously focused on this because she realises that, you know, she's carrying a child. Um, Now, does it say something or did I read this that because she's pregnant, that kind of gives her a bit of extra protection to the radiation, but it affects the baby and not her um or did i read that or did i just make it up
0: i have read it i suppose i don't don't think I've, i've got nothing to that you know about that in the film at all
1: yeah um and so while she's going off to look for jimmy then you go back to her mom and dad in the cellar and they're losing track of time yeah and they hear some footsteps upstairs um and they get scared because at this point, obviously, there are going to be more looters. There's going to be more people out there, you know, taking things by force. Um, and and now you get the, the the nuclear winter start.
0: Yeah, the narrator gives us the cheery news that the dust's going to fill the atmosphere and the days are going to start to disappear because the sun's basically going to start being blocked out.
2: Woo-hey.
1: It's you're eleven days in and it's freezing. And yeah. everybody's freezing as well because, like you said, there's no sun. And um, and and then Ruth goes to Jimmy's, sees the mom's dead, um, and she takes his bird book. Um, yeah. And and then people are trying to get food, uh, and the army are shooting people.
0: Yeah, they they yeah, they're firing gas at people, are they? But one of them gets over the fence, so they just shoot him dead.
1: Yeah. Um, oh, and then me. we're sixteen days in. And June
0: the, June the 11th.
1: Just when you think that things can't get much worse, you go to the hospitals and you discover yeah. what the hospitals are like. And they are people are like zombies, aren't they? You know, just.
0: burnt, yeah. gr- bloody, shredded. And the hospital's just fucking filth. Everywhere is just full of dirty water and blood running down the steps. And there's no fucking medicine. So they're using salt water on wounds. There's hacking limbs off with sores. It, it's fucking hell in
1: there. Uh, yeah, there's blood and shit everywhere. And there's like uh, kids crying. Uh, like, and it's like, it sounds like I this is what like for me it. was pretty effective. But it was like, it's it's obviously a small child, like, you know, calling for a mom and dad. Yeah. I think fucking hell. Um, and then uh, you're at the bunker again. They're talking about, you know, trying to get people to work. Um, and I'm thinking at this place, at this stage, fuck me. You know what I mean? It's like, I can't believe they're yeah. thinking about stuff like this.
0: Well, they're planning for the after, aren't they? And they're, they're trying to talk about how they're going to make the food last. So if someone's a worker, they'll get a thousand calories a day. And for anyone who can't work, well, you're living off 500 calories a day.
1: Which is ridiculous. I mean, yes. <laughs> just basically, you're going to die, aren't you? You can't live off 500 calories a day. No. Um, And now you're 22 days in. And um, there are rats oh, eating bodies. Yes, rats along in, amongst the dead bodies. Yeah. Tells us the
0: likely epidemics of cholera, dysentery, and typhoid. Just to to cheer you up even further.
1: Yes, um, and then the, the there's people that are emerging from the cellar of the the Beckets. Oh. So um,
0: first thing you see that dog is that dog munching on Grandma.
1: I don't know. It's definitely sniffing I'm sure on her. I'm
0: sniffing around to start munching. Like, Jesus fucking Christ!
1: And and then the, these people that are emerging from the cellar, um, they run out of the house because they've got some stuff that they've stolen, and they get shot. And um, then the soldier—you don't actually see this—but the soldier describes what's happened to R- yeah. Ruth's mom and dad. That they've basically had their heads caved in. Yep. Um, you know, uh, and and so. Uh, and then they loot. They loot the fella they've just
0: shot as well. Yeah. And but all they've got is prawn cocktail crisps on them.
1: I'd be quite happy with that. I like prawn cocktail.
0: I quite. I do. And in that situation, I think there'd be like heavenly, joyous food. Yeah. At the time. Uh, and then the dog goes back to sniffing around grandma again.
1: Yes. And there's flies everywhere. There's just. Um, yeah. And so anyway, the the. Um, but all all the people now must report for reconstruction duties. That sounds horrible in itself, it does, doesn't it? Doesn't it? It's basically,
0: we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna feed you shit all food. We will work you until you die, because you're now part of a a rebuilding thing. Forget your life. You haven't got a life. You're basically a worker ant. And if you live, all you get to do is work again. If you die, then someone else gets to work.
1: Mm-hmm. And uh, food is the only currency now. Um, yeah. And uh, the the workers eat and the, the people who don't work don't, basically. And um, so now the dad, the, the Kemp's dad, he's, sit, he's sitting at a grave uh, munching on a bit of bread or whatever. The yeah. people are just, they're sort of like eating bread, aren't they? Yeah. And uh, the guy sitting next to him says, an old fuck. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh I, I used to love a fag after a meal. <laughs> <laughs> That's a kid. <laughs> so and then and the dad says, you got anything to swap? So he says, I got a bottle of scotch. And uh, so he does. Yeah. And then so the dad, it's in the evening now. Obviously, the dad's, you know, looking a bit fucked at this point
0: yeah he's spending his evenings as you do crying sat by a graveyard trying to drink scotch but seemingly not able to swallow it
1: well that's the thing see and because the first time i saw it and i thought maybe you know it's so coarse on him now and because he, he he can't he just can't drink it but then yeah. afterwards i was thinking is it just a bottle of piss um for it for the other oh, guy no, to sort of I'd trade of something that. I
0: just assumed he was so ill that he he'd lost he just wasn't able to swallow anymore. Okay. Because you think poor old Bill, he's not having a good night. Well, turned out he had a better night than he did the morning. Because then he's just dead.
1: Well, because then he's he sort of like yeah he's got Michael's toy video game uh, which he turns on and obviously looks at that and reminds me of Michael being dead. Um, and so he's sobbing and then he's dead. Um.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: And then the the other thing... So then you get a nice little cheery fact of that the... Because the, um, there's no...
0: Oh, fucking hell, yeah.
1: There's nowhere for bodies to be buried any longer. And so they uh, basically just leave them there.
0: Yeah. There's no fuel for cremation. No fuel for bulldozers. Digging by hand is a waste of manpower. And the uh, estimated unburied corpse is 10 to 20 million.
1: Yes. Um, and then there's growing numbers of looters... Um, yeah. and the, um, the, the people f- finally get down to where the bunker people were kept and discover that they're all dead. Yes. Um, and then Ruth goes home to find her parents dead, yep. uh, in this.
0: Rats are eating grandma at this point, aren't they? Yes. So, um, the flies are buzzing downstairs.
1: Yes. Um, and then, um, there's special courts, which are set up, which, Basically, they're just executing people, aren't they?
0: Yeah, you do anything wrong, bang, uh, not working, dead.
1: Yeah, and if so, we're five weeks into, the, into the, the attack now,
0: I've just put everything is fucked. <laughs>
1: um, and then, yeah, so the people are out looking for food, um, and the, the fallout,
0: to the cities aren't they? Yeah,
1: yeah, it's, a, it's approaching its sort of peak, yeah. Um, people are freezing, there's no food, there's no water, um. She's roots there. She's trying to. She's smashing a tin against a rock, trying to open a, a can of mushy peas. And okay. northerners and peas. And then she drinks the juice. Of the... Oh, fuck. Where do you stand on mushy peas? I, I like them usually with fish and chips. I fucking hate them. Yeah, I, on, they're horrible oh. when you get them out of the tin. But then when you put them in the microwave and you sort of mix them up a little bit, they're a bit more runny. But before you put them in the microwave, they are fucking horrible.
0: I'm just not... I don't think I'm not a pea fan in general, because I find... Peas... I don't like peas, because they're not very controllable. They infiltrate all your other food. Mm. So, and they're also used to pad out a Chinese takeaway. So, oh, great. Brilliant. I ordered some rice, but I've got 1,500 peas in there instead. Thanks.
1: So, you know, what, what, if you had to pick a pea, would you have a garden pea or a processed pea?
0: Well, are have the same thing?
1: No. Like, a garden pea, they're smaller... Obviously, it's supposed to be at the garden. The processed peas, yeah. they're, like, slightly bigger, and they've got more skin on them.
0: Are they? Yeah. I don't mind... Well, mind I said I don't mind, because I don't really like peas. Marafat peas. That's, really those are, like
1: processed peas. Yeah, that's... Yeah.
0: They've got, like, a min, slightly minty taste to them.
1: Yeah. are they just a different variety of pea? Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, like, um... I. yeah. Uh, you'll, you'll like this, then, if you think everything's uncontrollable. So, the other night, we had something to eat. I think we had a pie. Um, yeah. And, and um, so we had peas and sweet corn, um, like, mixing them together.
0: Nicely done.
1: <laughs> Just uh, that infiltrates everything. everything. Um, and my shite the next day was, it's weird, isn't it, with peas and sweet corn? It's like you chew it up and it, it comes out whole. Yeah. How does that happen?
0: I don't know. Does that happen with peas as well? Because I don't really eat peas, but sweet corn, it's always nice to turn around and see a little sweet corn eyeball <laughs> winking at you. Hello, son. Hello, son. I've seen you all
1: the way through. I'm still here. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, how the hell? You know, have you been through my digestive system? Well, first of all, you missed not being chewed by my teeth.
0: Yeah, and I could swear that I chew them. Uh, it's like they, it's like they're like t they're like T one thousand. You can chew sweet corn as you swallow it; it doesn't comes back together again.
1: Yeah, and then, and then
0: treats your internal organs like a fucking water slide,
1: and then it goes through like your, your digestive system. You know, the acid doesn't burn it away or whatever, and then it turns into shit. But then it's like, how how have you somehow escaped?
0: <laughs> Surely that's it. If there's a nuclear war, what you need to, you, may, you need to make a bunker out of sweet
1: corn. Oh God. Um... And then, so anyway, now Ruth's, again, she's on her sort of like, you know, um, her uh, journey, odyssey, whatever you want to call it. Uh, And they, they, so there are police actually, you know, rounding up homeless people.
0: Yeah. They're taking them to Buxton, which is 20 miles away from Sheffield.
1: And yeah. So, and people who have have somehow houses have survived the blast uh, now being, having people forced upon them uh yeah. strangers to live in their houses that'd be fun wouldn't it yeah and some old cunt says no i
0: <laughs> <And>, um, <coughs> don't but, but they thought i don't understand is though because he gets like four he's got what's he, two spare bedrooms they shove a load of people in his house because you know they've got the right to now so fuck you old man but then he manages to kick them out the next day i was like fuck that i'd kill him was he got a gun because i think i've if you hear a gunshot. Uh, right. I didn't know if it was a gun or something. Just throwing bags outside. But mm. even so, you just overpowered. You, a, you'd, you'd have that gun for a start in that situation. It's like, no, 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 you're about 87. All I've got to do is just get either side of where you are and I'm just going to snap your neck like a twiggler.
1: Mm. Uh, well, and also just going back a little bit, the before they'll die of suffocation, um, they're talking about prisoners, aren't they? It's like, what did what do we do with prisoners? And and they like, even suggest, well, let's like, just shoot them all. Um, yeah. You know, because well, that...
0: it's, it's a waste of uh, supplies, isn't it? Yeah. It's a resource to keep them alive. Um,
1: so anyway, then Ruth uh, sees Jimmy's mate, Bob, who's somehow still alive, but he's got a burnt face. Yeah. Um and there were 6 weeks after the attack and yes. um she's they find a dead sheep. Yeah. Uh, which he has got a little pen knife but somehow manages to
0: <laughs>
1: fillet it. <laughs> Cut into and it. Maybe he's going to
0: skin it. But what I like is like no, it might not be irradiated. It's
1: it, it, wool would have absorbed it all. It's got a thick coat. <laughs> so, yeah, I think I think it's going to get past a sheep's coat. The gym. Um, but they so they're they're then eating raw meat, eating raw yeah. sheep, um, yeah. and uh, yeah. So there were four months, and things do start to jump ahead a little bit. now. was four months after the attack, um, yeah. and seven between seventeen and thirty-eight million people are dead. Um, there's no crops or hardly any nope. crops to go around.
0: Yeah, because their attack was in spring. Fuck the crops.
1: Yeah, collecting wheat is the only thought. The the only little bits that they've got left is is a, a priority. Uh, um, and they've got no fuel or hardly any fuel. So it's probably the last time that these tractors and combine harvesters are going to work. Yeah. Um, oh, and then
0: it, it tells the effects of radiation on early early pregnancy can lead to deformity and retardation.
1: Yes. And so, but now she, the baby's due. And so she manages to go into a, a an old farmhouse.
0: Yeah. After, well, there's a dog outside that wants to rip her face off as well.
1: Yeah. Um, and um, so she does. She has the baby on her own and which must have been horrific in itself. And mm-hmm. the baby comes out. No, the baby looked remarkably real. I thought I don't know about you. Yeah.
0: It was real, wasn't
1: it? I thought it was, but yeah, then
0: they just, they just cover it in some jam, like they usually do,
1: probably. And then the other thing that after you know, obviously we go talking about some really and watching some really depressing shits. But the one thing that did make me giggle or smile a little bit when I was looking at Wikipedia was that apparently with the burn victims, they used Rice Krispies and tomato ketchup, which I thought was, uh, play, yeah, <laughs> you know, mm, a nice the special effect of makeup. But yeah, so anyway, to uh, remove the baby from herself, with the she chews the umbilical cord. Yep. Um, and uh, yeah, I so now, she, did,
0: did, would she have eaten the afterbirth? Because that's supposed to be quite a good for. Uh,
1: I don't know. I don't know. Well, it's essentially like black pudding, I suppose. Um, and then Ruth, she looks fucked at this point. I mean, she does look yeah. pretty fucked. Her oh, eyes are. This is Christmas Day, isn't it? So yes, this is Christmas Day. Um, the the baby they're all sitting around like a, like a fire, and um, the baby's crying, and then it stops, and you're thinking, oh, is the baby dead?" Yeah, I thought that. Um, uh, because there's, everyone's shivering. It's obviously freezing cold. Everyone's freezing cold. Um, but the baby hasn't died. It's the first winter because it's winter now as yeah. well.
0: But just just to give you the good news that at this point in time the very young and the old are starting to die because of the because of the conditions because they can't hack it so essentially genera you know we're getting to a generationless society mm yeah
1: um and now we i think it says it's 10 months ten, after 10 the, months yeah after the attack um and she's trying to get grain um and and smashing it with a rock to, yeah but
0: i think it's just the husks isn't it so there's no there's nothing there to be flour really
1: mm. i mean how would you do don't that they? anyway what would you do with it i mean what could you do I with i don't it? know
0: well so you'd spit in it and make a sort of horrible flatbread out of spit and flour um
1: and and so a year after the attack and um
0: all right was she because she like there's a bloke basically selling rats
1: dead rats yeah yeah Frozen she, rats, like you know, yeah. they, they don't look fresh. Kills. They look like no. the, you know.
0: Was she offering herself for that? Yes. Was she
1: prostituting for rat meat. She's basically, yeah. So it's she's trying to get some rats off him, but he ain't having it. And then he starts sort of like coming on to her, and she's like, okay, what? Well, fuck it. I'll, you know, give me three of your rats, and you can shag me or whatever. Yeah. Or I'll do. But, I'll, I'll do whatever. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But good news. Good news. The sky's starting to clear. Yes. I mean, the bad news is the UV radiation's way higher than it ever was, so obviously uh, cataracts and cancers are more likely.
1: Yes. Um, and then p- people are, are sort of working um, and, yeah.
0: I mean, was that the harvest get worse and then we see flies and maggots now crawling over the bodies.
1: Flies and pestilence. Yes. Yes. Um, and now, what is it?
0: Three to eight years afterwards, the population reaches its minimum level. Yes, sinking to medieval levels.
1: And Ruth is she's blind now at this point, pretty much, yeah. isn't she? She's got no, she didn't look, she's got any sight, and she's yeah. dying. And you, you, so it's like Ruth and her daughter. You get oh, like that, a bit of a still shot. Later, yeah, yeah. Um and they the girl's got very limited vocabulary at this point because she doesn't even say mom does she she just no, goes ruth ruth, ruth, ruth yeah. work work and ruth's like lying down in a bed somewhere and then she dies she's dead um so she, so she loots her a bit first yeah takes takes a few not. bits off her uh, and then, and then, so you know, it looks like a school or something. Uh, is it like an old school building or something? Something like that, isn't it? Yeah, and
0: it's kind of like a school now. This is this is the new. This is what school is. Is a bunch of terminally depressed-looking children. They're set. They've somehow got like an old TV and VHS thing working, mm. barely. And they're watching some science program on VHS about skeletons and obviously this is all they've got because the and i use the word teacher in the broadest possible sense the strange looking portly woman in the background is just sat there mouthing all of the words because she must have heard it hundreds of times so this is everything they've got they must have one tape mm,
1: they've just re-watched it over and over again and um so now it, looks, it does jump a lot but you're 13 yeah. years after the attack yeah so, would that mean... How old would R- uh, Ruth's daughter be at this point? She'd probably be uh, 12. 12 and a bit, because she was
0: pregnant. She was... When did she give birth? She gave birth. She gave birth. She certainly gave birth. When did she give birth? Do-do-do-do-do-do-do. do does not actually say... It was like 16. She gave birth. about six or seven weeks after the attack. I think she gave birth. Hmm.
1: Yeah, so she's uh, about twelve, like you said. Yeah, um, and so her daughter, so the, Ruth's daughter, is in like an, an old. It's not a shack. It's like a like a what do you call it? An old building. Yeah. And they, these two young men come in. Yeah. And she, they want
0: they want her coney because she's caught a rabbit. Yeah. But their English is terrible, and they've got get that. Get set.
1: Yeah, he's it. yeah, got limited vocabulary, yeah. all of them. Um, and she goes off with them a little bit, starts stealing food with them. One of them gets shot. Yep. And then so they end up back at this kind of like building um, and they've stolen some food and she starts eating it and then he wants some of it. Um, and he tries to wrestle it off her. And then, well... You, well, next thing you know is that he rapes her, but you don't see yeah. it. No, you just
0: yeah. The, the one thing it just does, it doesn't show,
1: uh, and because it, it, the camera just sort of pulls away, and you see outside the building, and you see you're hearing her like grunting and him yeah. forcing himself upon her or whatever. Um, and then yeah, more images of dead or dying people, but they look real, like yeah, you know they don't look like they've made up they look like no, they're actual they, real they, shots yeah
0: they look like uh, archive archive pictures of death
1: hmm and um, she's pregnant and so she goes somewhere to have the baby which it looks a bit like a, a sort of a makeshift type hospital doesn't it
0: yeah but on the way there she goes past there is like some I mean it's like I wouldn't say there's normality, but there's people going like in a weird little hut, isn't it, built into the rubble? And Johnny B. Good is playing because Johnny B. Good plays about what four times during the yeah. Film? It's,
1: it starts at the start of the film when um, Jimmy and Ruth are in the car, yeah. um, I think it's probably
0: in the pub at some point as
1: well. And then the other thing as well is when she's sort of on her way to this this um, infirmary or whatever you want to call it. There's you see like hanging bodies. You don't see that you don't well, see them the, yeah. the hanging from the neck, but you see their feet.
0: Yeah, it's just shot behind the feet, isn't it? And she just walks past in the background.
1: Yeah, so, you know... Oh,
0: is is, is, that, is that... Have they hung themselves? Or is is that just the... That's that's the law now. Now we're just hanging people.
1: Yeah, I think that it's more likely that they've been hung for doing something. Yeah. And they've been left there as an example of, you know, not to do it. Um, but she goes in, to take, talks to this woman, this old woman, goes, Babby! Babby, come yeah. in! Um, that's funny. Interesting, it's funny, because in the Midlands, in certain parts of the midlands like where we are and then further feel like, like with dudley and you got the black country um they actually do say babby um mm. how are you me babby and
0: i've heard a couple of people say it up here but when you get to like Barnsley, they don't say babby they say ben
1: ben oh i've heard that ben. from like a you know from a northern like from newcastle and not yeah. that kind of way but um anyway it goes uh babby babby come in um, and the the sort of nurse type, whoever she is, says, "There's no babies here, you know. Go home and whatever." <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. And, but anyway, she does stay and has the uh, the baby, and then the the woman whoever wraps it up in a cloth, which it's a white cloth. It looks fairly mm. white. That's the other thing. See, so it's not really dirty, but it's just covered in blood. Uh, yeah. And there's no noise from the baby. And then she hands the baby to the, uh, Ruth's daughter. And it's then Ruth kind of looks at what she's produced. Mm-hmm. And then it's she, it's it's like the camera. Well, the, the, it just stops, like freeze frame of her about to scream. Yeah. And you're left thinking, what the fuck does that baby look like?
0: I just assumed it was dead.
1: Well, you think it's dead. Or a mutant. Or some kind of horrible mutant. Yeah. Or both. Or what? Or both at the same time? Yeah. Dead mutant. or yeah. Um. So that was it. That was threads. Yes. That's... the end. <laughs> um. Yeah. Um. So anyway, going back to the film. Yeah. Yes, it's a, a yes. depressing, very sobering film. But having not watched it for a few years, then, um, what did you think?
0: Fucking hell! How do you sum that up? Um. Enjoyable, no. As an as an exercise in how to build tension, it's quite masterful. In showing misery again, we're absolute top draw. I think it's a it's a very 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 good piece of filmmaking. As an entertainment piece, no. But then I didn't. To be honest, I wasn't expecting to. Be entertained by it. I didn't think we'd have one of our funnier conversations while talking about this one. I thought we sort of just—I I don't know what you think about it, to be honest. But no, it's—I I think it's very, very good. If you haven't seen it, I think you probably should see it. You definitely should watch it because it feels quite important. Um, I hope my life doesn't go the same way as Jimmy's, even though <laughs> I'm fairly similar at the moment. But fuck me, it's—it's it's a solemn, it's a solemn fucking piece of filmmaking I mean I watched it once I finished it was a relief for it to be over mm, I think mm. but not in the same way as Spaceballs where it's like for fuck's sake end but I I, did, I I was struggling I don't think I could have taken much more and if I'm being honest I think it goes on it goes on for five ten minutes too much mm-hmm. I think it could have conceivably ended perfectly well or perfectly well but it should have probably ended when Ruth gave birth because she's had a baby and she's crying and it's miserable. And the whole thing's about misery. You know. But even though she's had a baby, she's miserable. And that would have been just as bleak. I don't, I don't think the extra part of the end with her daughter growing up really added anything to it. Mm. I don't think. And especially the bit, it felt a little bit like right at the end with the baby be it mutant be it dead be it whatever that felt like it's just another shock Yes. whereas no that was there to shock where to be honest with the rest of it it didn't feel like it it genuinely felt like the rest of the imagery for the film had something to say whereas this felt more like here's another dead baby which is never something you ever want to see say or whatever But that felt a little bit exploitative at the end with with that, and I don't think it needed. I think if you'd have had the bit with Ruth giving birth, that would have been enough, and still would have ended on a tremendously miserable moment. Or maybe when Ruth died, the last two or three minutes, I don't think it added anything to the context of describing what the world would be like, because I think you had a pretty damn good picture of it by then. I don't think it needed needed that last bit. Mm. But... I can't say I enjoyed it, obviously, but I I admire it for what it is. I think that's probably the best way I could put it.
1: Yeah, I, th- I think you're right. Because um, you see a lot of post-apocalyptic films, don't you? Like, suppose, like yeah. Mad Max and various other things like that. And you're thinking, you know, it's grim and horrible, but there's a sense of excitement to it all as well. You know, yeah car chases and and you know mad shit happening
0: yeah it's about a civilization when it's got past this yeah and it's rebuilt into something slightly different like you said yeah it's it's exciting this is not exciting no this 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 is this is horrendous
1: yeah and so um it's, it's interesting what you said. And I, I agree with you in that. I mean, so I gave this a four, I can't remember if I gave it a four or four and a half out of five on letterboxd. Um, because like you said, I think the first 40 minutes of it is, you know, the, the way it builds up is really, really good. Um, and the, all, all of the effects and everything, you know, I suppose what would have been on a limited budget, um, which was effectively, I suppose for a TV film, because it was shown on the BBC. Yeah. You know, was really well done. Um, and it was horrible, and it was not something I think I will ever watch again because I've seen enough of it now. I've, like I said, I have watched, well, watched it twice <laughs> in the space of nearly two weeks. See, I've got, I've still
0: got one left in me, but I can leave that a few years. Whereas you, oh, Jesus.
1: it's not something that you would sit down. Well, I did, but you know, you can't imagine that you'd sit... Did you watch this on your own? Did you watch this with? Oh Becca?
0: yeah, I watched it on my own. She was out. She's seen it. Becca's seen it before anyway. So. Oh, okay, I've seen it more recently than I have, but. Um, yeah i watched it on my own and it was kind of because i remember bits and bobs of it and I, and I know and i knew its reputation i knew it was going to be horrible and miserable but it's really weird to to think right i'm well i said i was looking for a, i'm in my head looking for a time when i go i'm going to watch threads but i suppose that was this time are we're doing a show about it so i need to write notes so i'm going to watch threads but I can't find that sentence fitting in at any other point.
1: No. So, so yeah. Uh, yeah, and I'm glad I watched it um, because I think, like you said, it's quite an imp- important piece of work. And it's, uh, you know, if, if anybody needs to watch it, then you are thinking you know, world leaders need to watch something like this right now. Um, but it's... And, and whereas, I suppose, with things, like I said, those other postal apocalyptic films, you're thinking there's some semblance of hope or things that will come out of them and but there's there's no hope. There's no there's no happy ending. There's no yeah. nothing. Uh this with...
0: feels like a disaster that is just tailing off into another disaster. Yeah.
1: It's um a slow death, isn't it? You
0: know, if you don't die straight away, it's a slow death. And for the, for your future generations, it's just gonna be a slow death.
1: So but one thing that did um surprise me a little bit was um how long Ruth survived after the initial blast yeah. as well. You know, she did well to last for ten years. Um
0: Yeah. What else did she what did she do in that time to to survive? Especially that first four or five weeks when everyone else was dropping like flies. What was she doing? Yeah.
1: And when was she the cannibal? Uh, yeah pretty much ate dead rats and you know slowly went blind and had other things happen to it anyway so yeah. yeah i can't say i will ever watch it again but i am glad i watched it i thought it was really good really well made um and even now after so many years of it since its original release it's still really shocking hasn't lost any of its power i would imagine no. if you'd watched it m- many years ago. Um, and it's still really relevant. I think that's the thing. It's. Yeah. It, that's the thing.
0: Despite its age, despite people's fashion in the film, despite it's obviously it's set in the early eighties, yes, the effects are fun. You know, they're more than functional, but you know, there's, nothing's flashy about it. The fact it still holds up it says something to what it is, and not you know what what the rest of what it's made of, not just about its production. Yeah, it's. And I did. I did like your WhatsApp message. And I watched Threads. You fucking sleep last night. <laughs> yeah
1: yeah um so there you are now we had some uh so thanks for that by the way thank you i I really needed that in my life right now happy halloween Uh, amazing um now we did have
0: you can can go back to zombies next year or
1: ghosts or something fuck me um yeah i've said i'm only gonna watch happy films from now on (laughs) <laughs> after this um, no we did have some Twitter correspondence so Good. do you want to start from the top
0: yes by some ooh, by some Yankee Doodle miscreant called Alan J Sanders who we might know uh, he has replied to us saying I saw it when it came out in the 80s so much darker than the day after which was the US made for TV miniseries horrifying end with the birth of the third generation down I'll never forget that sudden end
1: then mm. um, and, um at film for renegades uh, he put, I made a video essay on Threads that you may be interested in. Now, I'll probably put that in the show notes because um, I did start to watch it. And, and uh, it started off with him pretty much just saying that, uh, you know, he has watched a number of scary films uh, from an early age that he probably shouldn't have watched. And then they've so slowly been diluted. But Threads is basically the scariest film that he's ever watched. So, um, yeah. Next one.
0: Cool. Uh, we have Juan Meow Mix, uh, who just put, needs a 4K UHD release.
1: Yeah. And then, um, The Barkside put, um, Haunting, watched it at school. What the fuck is wrong with people watching it at school? <laughs> uh, it's just, you know, sadistic teachers. God. Um, watched it at school in around 1989. I'm too traumatised to watch it a second time. And then, um, Also, put uh, it also taught me the only thing I know about Sheffield. Strangely, folk from Sheffield don't seem impressed when I share my knowledge. So I asked, "Well, what was it that you didn't know beforehand?" Um, And she said, "The fact that they make steel there. Um, (laughs) Oh, and also a major target for the Russians, apparently." So two facts. Not surprising. Not surprised. You need a hug. It's a tough watch. So, yep there you are and i will also um i I perhaps won't read the whole thing out but dave did write a review um of the uh release that came out on dvd in 2018 um which um obviously you know he um Goes into some detail. Uh, I'll read the last paragraph. Threads continues yeah. to be a harrowing viewing experience, yet one which everyone should watch. Accompanied by informative and entertaining special features on the two disc release, it's a must buy for all of us who watched back in 1984, and especially those who've never seen it at all, as a warning as to what may happen. So there you go.
0: I'd agree with that, although I, I, I missed that review. I apologize.
1: Um, but also, I, I do agree. I think that the way it jumps ahead so much in terms of its timeline and everything like you said it uh, it probably does feel a little bit like it's a bit too exploitative potentially I don't know but I mean like I said it's um I get I I totally get your point
0: because I thought it started off like a it started off like a film about a family then that expanded into the world about world events and then obviously because everyone died it narrowed back down again and I think it should have narrowed just on Ruth and just the baby. So. Then you've got yeah. So you've got narrow, wide, narrow, which could almost be like the shape of a of a mushroom
1: cloud. Oh, I like that. There you are. Right. So it's my pick next time, and Ooh. I said that I was going to pick something lighter. However, <laughs> oh,
0: however,
1: however, I've I've decided to carry on a little bit with this theme. Oh bloody hell! But <laughs> in uh, a much more entertaining and sort of throwaway fashion. And it's also a film you've never seen before because I'm I remember know. I've asked you about it. And it's a film I haven't seen for a long time either. So, um, but we are going back not that long. It, well, it's us say not that long. We're going back to 2008.
0: Fucking hell. That's the newest film by some margin. Uh,
1: it is. And I'll give you some cast members. So, uh, we've got, uh, Bob Hoskins. Right. Uh, Rona
0: Mitra. Did she play Lara Croft for a while?
1: Uh, I don't know if she did it as, a, like, as a, one as a of the model. models.
0: Yeah. Right. Uh, no? Not yet. I don't think I've ever seen a film with her in it. So, okay.
1: Well, oh, there you go. Well, she's the lead actress in this film. Really? Yeah. Uh, right. Okay. Sean Pertwee. He, right. Okay. He was. I have got a fucking. He
0: was in Dog Soldiers, wasn't
1: he? Yeah, he was in one of the uh, films that we talked about before, Dog Soldiers. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think you're going to get it from any of the others. So I'm probably not going to get it. No. The Director Neil Marshall. Okay. No.
0: <laughs> I think I've ever. Heard, I don't think I've ever heard of it.
1: Well, okay. So next time we are going to be talking about Doomsday from 2008. Oh right, okay. That's embarrassing. What have you watched?
0: When you said the director, I thought you, that was the name of the film.
1: Oh. <laughs> Neil Marshall. <laughs> Doomsday. There you go. And I thought I'd pick that because it sort of fits in a little bit with the theme of what we've just been talking about. Although it's not about nuclear apocalypse, it's more about a uh, um, a deadly disease. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and uh, yeah, we've talked about Neil Marshall before, and I knew that you hadn't seen it, so I thought, see what you think of this one.
0: Okay, because I
1: remember yeah. really enjoying it, but again, I haven't seen it for a very long. Well, probably since two thousand
0: and eight. So yeah, fair enough. Oh, that's exciting! It's been a while since I've, it's been a while since we've seen one that I've never seen.
1: Yeah, so there you are. Um, right, um, I think that's about it. So. Thanks for listening to the show. Hopefully we've made it entertaining and interesting and not just its grim, depressing horribleness, but, uh, you know, it's, I've still enjoyed talking about it. we still had a bit of a giggle about some things, haven't we? Like the nan, yeah, the and, nan shatting uh, herself was a highlight. I yeah. think. <laughs> 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 An occasional
0: guffaw was had. But <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't
1: think we'll do many films as dark. Uh, uh, no, the dad on the shitter as the bombs go off. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> that's terrible that isn't it it's just like oh fuck me I've now got to go in my, my uh, fallout shelter it's stinking of shit
1: Yeah, there you go um, but if you want to find more of our stuff then go to 60mw.co.uk uh, which is the website which has all of the news reviews everything else on there uh, and all the podcasts and um, if you go to at 60MW Podcast on Twitter. That's where all of the giveaways are and everything else, um, all of the up to date uh, information. And um, yes, I'm at Dastardly Jabby. Where can you be found? I can be found at 8 Mutterings. Marvellous. And that's it. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next time. Bye bye. Happy Halloween. Bye bye. Etc.
2: Bye-bye. The air attack warning sounds like this is the sound.